I think we should just skip talking about like McDavid and just point out that Evan actually didn't predict McDavid. Over. Yeah, I mean, someone <laughs> me at the time when I said Austin Matthews. Well, I mean, that would have maybe been a good seller. Welcome back to another episode of Clubhouse Convos. I believe this is episode 13. Yep. Lucky number 13. Uh, how are we doing today, boys? Joined by Evan and Newman, obviously. Um, no, no guests today, just us. Doing well? Yeah. Doing pretty well. Home. Doing well. From school. Newman, how are you? I'm good. Weather's nice. 75 out. Beautiful day today. Yeah. Won't dare to go outside. My allergies are dog shit, so <laughs> staying indoors. Great day today. Yeah, outside all day. Back um, at the golf course. Back at the golf course. Back at work. So this episode is going to be our NHL bracket prediction episode. Um, we're gonna list out all the matchups, who we think wins, how many games, why, yada yada yada, and we'll also touch upon NHL awards. Uh, regular seasons come to an end. Postseason stats don't count towards consideration for awards. Uh, so we'll kind of revisit our midseason predictions and finalize our um, end of season predictions. Uh, yeah, that's it. It's all on the agenda. So you want to get started? Yeah. All right. Uh, Newman, we'll start with you since we always do. Um, Colorado, the one seed, St. Louis, the four seed. Who do you got? I am taking Colorado in five games. Uh, they just clinched the President's Trophy last night, which was kind of – I didn't actually think they could do that, but they did. Finished with 82 points, I believe. I think they just outmatched St. Louis, I mean, in all aspects, offense, defense. And Grubauer has been rock solid in the goal, so I, I don't see any reason they would have trouble with St. Louis, and it should set up a nice match with Vegas in the next round. Yep. Yeah, I'm also going to go with the Avalanche. I'll go in six games. Um, also, moneypuck.com has the Colorado Avalanche. 85% to win this series. I don't think the Blues had it this year. Lots of struggles with the defense and goaltending. Um, obviously, they had the Cup a couple of years ago. But this is an Avalanche team that just can outscore anybody. They've got the defense and the goaltending, so... Give me Colorado in six games to move on. I am also taking Colorado. I'm going in five as well, Newman. I think Colorado is a wagon. Um, and St. Louis, to me, is just not a good hockey team. They're probably the worst playoff team outside of Montreal, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I think they maybe get one if Bennington – I know Bennington's had a few great games this year if Bennington can steal them one, but I just don't think they have enough talent mm -hmm. or – um, general ability compared to Colorado. I'm yeah. going Colorado. No, they're going to get run over. Yeah. Uh, would you guys agree offense, defense, and goaltending favors the Fs? Yeah. Yep. I would agree. And power play. That power play is fucking good. <laughs> yeah. It is. So, I mean, 
McKinnon, Landeskog, and Ranton in with Makar. You're yeah. bound to fucking <laughs> yeah. score goals. So, uh, so let's move on from that matchup. Not much to discuss, I, I think. Um, so number two, Vegas against number three, Minnesota. Newman, who are you taking? Uh, I think this is another clear-cut one. I'm going Vegas in six. I think Minnesota could give them some trouble. Their top two lines are pretty good. And then Kaprizov, I mean, we've seen how stellar he's been. But Vegas is probably the, one of the most complete teams in the league. Fleury is having a phenomenal year. I don't see any reason they would lose either. I think those two are probably the most clear-cut of any of the matchups. So I would take Colorado-Vegas in round two. Yeah, I got to agree with Connor. Although Minnesota five one and two against Vegas, so that's that's an interesting uh, number from the season series. But Vegas super deep lineup, all four lines can score. They have solid defense, and like Newman pointed out, Flurry's been one of the best goaltenders in the game this year. And Leonard's also been Leonard, quite good. Yeah. So give me Vegas. I went seven just because I think the Wild are just a scrappy team this year um, that will not go down easily. Uh, again, all four lines can score. They've gotten good production this year from people like Erickson Eck. Nick Benino has been fantastic. And Jared Spurgeon's had a career year on the back end for the Wild. Cam Talbot's even had a good year. So yeah. I said Vegas in seven games to advance to play Colorado in round two. Uh, I agree with Evan. I have Vegas advancing in seven. I think Minnesota is kind of getting overlooked in that Western division because – Everybody sees it as a two-horse race between Colorado and Vegas. But Minnesota finished, I think, three or four points behind them. Yeah, 75. Um, yeah, so they're a really good hockey team. Uh, I don't think they got really enough credit this year because mm-hmm. of those two teams. I just think Vegas is the better team, uh, and I think they'll prevail. Mm-hmm. But I think Minnesota's going to give them a heck of a fight. I got Vegas in seven. <laughs> And, yeah, Vegas just has that playoff experience. They've got that playoff. Those people that have been here for, like, the last, like, three years, ever since they were introduced to the NHL. So, I know Minnesota's had a hard time in the playoffs in recent years against teams like the Blackhawks and the Blues. So, it'll be a tough one for Minnesota. So, I I think it's pretty clear, Kyle, like Connor said. I don't think it's super clear, Kyle. I mean, I I think Vegas is going to win, but if – you know, upsets happen. Things happen. There could be an injury yeah. and momentum swings, something like that. Um, but yeah, Colorado Vegas round two matchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk about that later. Let's move on to the North Division. Number one Toronto. Number four Montreal. Newman. Uh, I've got Toronto in seven. As much as I don't want to, I want to keep the curse of them not making it out of the first round. Um, I think Carey Price will push them to seven. I mean. He's Carey Price. I still have a lot of faith in him, but it's tough to hold back Matthews, Marner. I mean, Riley has been good on defense. I assume it's probably going to be Jack Campbell and goal. I know Freddie has been uh, healthy now, but it's Jack Campbell's net to lose at this point. So I I think that that offense is good enough to push them through uh, probably a couple rounds. Evan, your thoughts? To say seven games, I think, is a little disrespectful in my opinion Connor I'm gonna go Toronto in five this just this team outscores anybody on the on the face of the earth um probably in my opinion top two offense in the league um Jack Campbell's been fantastic um you know the defense I guess 
would be my one reason to be concerned. But um, Matthews, Marner, Joe Thornton, Nylander, like, I'm sorry, Carey Price in still won't matter. He'll still give up, give up at least three goals per game in this series. So give me five games for the Toronto Maple Leafs to finally win a playoff series. You know, good for them. Can't believe you just left John Tavares off that so, list. Yeah, it's that deep. Um, I also have Toronto in five. Uh, I think Montreal is the worst playoff team. Newman, I okay. think your faith in Gary Price is just sad. Gary Price stinks. <laughs> ben, honestly, Gary Price is just so respected around the league. Gary Price has been an average goalie since like 2017, but nobody wants to say that because everybody loves Gary Price. I don't think Gary Price. No, is that's fair. I don't think the Canadians are really that good. I mean, I love Jeff Petrie, Nick Suzuki, um, Jesperi Kokaniemi, uh, and Caulfield has been super fun to watch. They're a really good young core um, outside of Petrie. He's old. Um, and I think Montreal will be good in a few years, but I'm taking Toronto in five. I think it's kind of a cakewalk for them. The thing about Carey Price is, I mean, he was hurt for about the last, like, two weeks of the regular season, too. Um, with a concussion so Jake Allen obviously stepped in struggled a bit towards the end of the year but you know that health is a little bit of a concern it's always been for Carey Price in the last few years so I get he's good he has that resume but Toronto's offense will just overpower I agree moving on number two Edmonton Oilers taking on number three Winnipeg Jets Mm. Uh, I am taking Edmonton in five, which no disrespect to Winnipeg, but I'm, I'm not a huge fan of them this year. Players have been battling injury. I think Winnipeg has every chance to win this series. If Hellebuck, I mean, Hellebuck struggled this year, but I mean, he won the best the last year. So if he was able to steal some games for them, I, I think they have a easily have a chance to upset Edmonton, but Dreisaitl and McDavid are playing out of their minds. Mike Smith is putting up vesna like numbers this year which is a, a good surprise he has look uh, at the numbers it's just funny to hear those words come out of anyone's mouth oh i know it's wild but he is is the top 10 in every category um but yeah i i edmonton is probably my favorite team in the north uh that offense is ridiculous their defense has done enough um so i'll take edmonton at five mm-hmm. Yeah, this is just who the Jets are now. The Jets passed their window. Now they're on the downturn. This the series kind of reminds me a lot of uh, the, the series two years ago where um, the Blues beat the Jets in six games. And that kind of felt like it was the end of the Winnipeg Jets really doing much in the playoffs. Edmonton has dominated them this year. I don't know what the season series is, but Hellebuck in, in the goal still – He's gotten run over by the Oilers like this year. So I got Edmonton in six. Jets window is closed. I did think about them just for their offense, but their defense sucks and their goaltending. You know, Hellebuck's great, but Hellebuck in with that defense still isn't that much of an advantage. And like Newman's pointed out, I mean, McDavid will, you know, two points a game this year. It's just fucking unstoppable. <laughs> I mean, and what is, yeah. I can see them moving on here. Uh, I am also taking Edmonton. As he erases his sheet very strongly. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm fucking, I mess up all the seeds once they reseed. Oh, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I'm taking Edmonton in six. Uh, we, 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 we just, yeah, we are. Uh, I mean, the numbers are a fucking guess. Um, yeah. But you, you can't. Dude. Okay, that's it. That's it. That's it. Moving on. Um, good, good reasoning. Seems like we all agree, though. I think we all have uh, the first four teams moving yeah. on. I think the, the first four teams, that was easy. I think those two divisions were easy. The next two, a little yeah. more. Um, so let's get into the fuck is it called the central uh, Carolina number one against Nashville number four Newman. I am taking Carolina in six. I think I actually think Nashville is very underrated uh, for the four seed. Uh, they've been on an absolute tear lately, and Soros is playing incredible. But that being said, I mean. Carolina has three solid goaltenders. That offense is pretty good. Hamilton and Jake Bean, all those defensemen are playing great. So, I, I mean, it's hard to beat that Carolina team. I think they're going to go pretty far. Um, I, they can compete against any team uh, in any style. So, I will take them in six. Yeah, I got the Canes in five. Um, again, this is just something where – you look at the minds on both benches. You got John Hines for Nashville, and you got Rod Brendamore. I mean, that's a huge advantage for the Hurricanes. And then offense, huge advantage again for Carolina. All four lines can score. Their depth is truly remarkable. Jordan Stallis, the third line center, is just a huge advantage having that depth down the lineup. And their defense, obviously fantastic between Slavin, Pesci, Dougie Hamilton. So. Carolina in five, and I don't really think Nashville is that good of a team. Soros, he'll play well in this series, but that's about it. Like, they're going to get run over. I'm kind of more siding with Newman on this one. I had Carolina in six, um, and to me, it's like, as Newman pointed out, Nashville's coming into this pretty hot. I mean, Soros has been on an absolute tear for about the past two months to even keep that four spot, and Dallas made a charge, and they took it from Chicago and never gave it back. Um, so I think Nashville has not a shot, but they have a shot to steal a few. Um, I love their D. I love Ekholm. I love Ellis. I love Yossi. I like Favreau's game. And I don't know. Nashville, I feel like always kind of does well in the playoffs. They'll get a few games, maybe a series or two. They had that cup run. Um, so I'm going to take Carolina in six. And I also think playing in Nashville is going to be huge for Nashville. I think the only yeah. two games Nashville wins are in Nashville. And honestly, like, I mean, Nashville was the team that ended the Blackhawks dynasty, really, with that that series win that one year. So, oh, God. And I totally get what you guys are saying. Um, and, you know, maybe that playoff spark with Nashville will, will help them out. But do you guys think that David Poyle made the right move not selling – pieces like Ekholm and Forsberg at the trade deadline. I'm assuming, yeah, like that he made the right move. We, we criticized it a little he bit. He made the right time. move for this year. I don't know if it was the right move for the future. Uh, this core, to me, yeah. their window has passed for me. Yeah. They've lost the coach in this it's process. Yeah. The coach is gone. Forsberg has battled injuries. Yossi kind of disappeared this year. Still put up good numbers, but wasn't really talked about. Certainly not in the Norris conversation this year. Ellis, you didn't really hear much of. Ekholm was only talked about because he was rumored to be on the move. Uh, I don't foresee them re-signing him when his contract ends. 
Uh, and then, you know, you're paying guys like Johansson and Duchesne to do absolutely fucking dog shit this year. They pay them, what, yeah. $15 million combined? And I would guess yeah. they didn't even have 15 goals combined. Um, fair. They fucking – it's just – they won't win with this core paying yeah. those guys that much money to not produce I agree. to that level. No, I agree. Good point. Uh, anyways, moving on. Also in the Central Division, the Florida Panthers, number two seed against Connor Newman's Tampa Bay Lightning, a three seed. Newman, what do you got? It, it fucking hurts, but I'm taking Florida in seven. Wow. <laughs> um, I mean, we got all our players are coming back, which gives me hope, but they're all coming back having not played together since like a month ago. I mean, Kucherov. So it'll be his first game on Sunday. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, if they put it all and they put it all together, shit's illegal. <laughs> yeah, fuck it's, them. It's, it's not illegal, first off. But Fucking if shit. they put it all together, yeah, whatever. <laughs> if they put it all together, I could easily see them taking Florida down in like five. But I don't think they will. I think Florida has found a way to like get through the the loss of Ekblad. Their defense has been really good. And Bobrovsky and Drieger and even Spencer Knight have all played really well. I mean, and can't forget about Huberdo. He pretty much owns the Lightning at this point. So it'll be on Vasilevsky to to carry us at this point. And I don't think he can do it on his own. So I I gotta go with Florida. Do it hurts. as you're getting Kucherov and Stamkos back. What the fuck do you mean do it on his own? Well, I mean, Stamkos, let's all be real. He's going to last two games before he goes down again. So yeah, from uh, last year or two years ago. Two last years ago, year, yeah. Last year, year. Absolute clap bomb and then never played again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I don't trust their health to stay healthy through four series. Evan, your thoughts. I think this is probably the most intriguing series mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. yeah, this will be a fun one. It will be. I also have the Florida Panthers in seven games. No offense in the NHL turns me on more later, more than the Florida Panthers. That was so disgusting. This team is so fucking good on offense. Barkov, Huberto, Duclair's been great. They brought over Sam Bennett. He's been fantastic. Like, just Jonathan Huberto and Barkov alone, just like. Dude, they don't even. Patrick Hornquist. They have ten less goals in the Hurricanes. Where was this? Listen, Hurricanes. Patrick Hornquist has been great, but Toronto, I mean, this team can can score on Vasilevsky. I think they've proven it this year. Um, Tampa Bay, like you said, Connor, they're getting their star, their star players back. You know, Kucherov probably shouldn't be allowed back, in my opinion, but it's a different topic for another day. Um, but, no, I love the Florida Panthers. Um, they're going to win this series. It will be close, and you know what? I hope they win because I'd love to see your heartbroken. How many games? Seven games. Uh, I'm taking Tampa Bay uh, in seven. Uh, I, I really don't want to. <laughs> I really don't. This this series is going to be nasty. Great. It's going to be gritty. Oh, yeah. There's going to be fights. It's going to be hard-hitting. I can't wait to watch it. But, you know, as a guy who's watched his team fall to Tampa multiple times. Many now, times. Many times. You can't like bet against Tampa. You can't bet against Vazzy. You know Victor Hedman's going to score at least two or three well, huge he's hurt. goals. According... Right, Newman? He's, he's hurt. hurt. 
Well, he, he re, he's going to require surgery at the end of the year, but he's playing through it. So I don't know how effective he's going to be. Dude, <laughs> come on. Tyler Sagan played through like a broken hip last year, and he was quite effective. <laughs> this is true. Um, hockey players are so strong anyways. They Bergeron played the fucking Stanley Cup without half without a lung. It's fucking insane. Um, but anyways, I think Tampa's gonna win. Uh, I really wish they weren't. Uh, but Vazzy, it's just you can't bet against Vazzy. I don't know if it's just me watching the Bruins' pathetic offense of the last like three years just not be able to score against Vazzy. Um, so that's the only time I watch Tampa is when Boston plays them. So I really never see what Vazzy plays like against anyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, but the numbers are obviously speak for themselves. Um, so I'm going to take Tampa in seven, uh, but I think it's going to be a great series. Moving on to the last division, the East, we have the Pittsburgh Penguins, one seed, and New York Islanders, four seed. I'm going I'm going upset alert. I'm taking the Islanders in six. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like this division is so up for grabs, like, I feel like any one of these teams could have been the one seed. I mean, Pittsburgh clearly the weakest of the one seeds, um, in my opinion. And I think the Islanders have them beat in goal. Obviously, Varlamov's been fantastic. Jari, I mean, Jari's not that good, in my opinion. Uh, the, the Islander style of play is so defensive, and then they just put on two goals, and that's all like, they're going to give you. Uh, I think it's the Pittsburgh, I don't know. Like, if Crosby... Like they have the they have the offense to do it. I just don't think I, I think it's a bad matchup for them, despite what it's they're like two and six. Mm. Pittsburgh's six and two in the regular season. I just don't like the matchup for them. Islanders swept Pittsburgh two years ago in the playoffs. I think Pittsburgh sweeps New York this year. Uh, four games, Pittsburgh over. They're gonna outscore them pretty bad. Islanders kind of limping into the playoffs. They were really in the one seed for a while. I don't know what the hell happened to that. They woke up. They were in Anders Lee happened. Huge loss. Kyle Palmieri really hasn't done anything since uh, he's joined the team. Uh, Just, you know, boring team. I think they're bound to get out early. And Pittsburgh's offense is fantastic. And all four lines there can score. And the goaltending has been really good towards the end of the year with Jari into Smith. So give me Pittsburgh in four. There's my sweep. Um, a couple of points I wanted to touch on. One, they played Palmieri on the third line for some reason. Yeah. They went and got him to replace Lee. Got Lee. Yeah. <laughs> thank God they did. Yeah, thank God they did. <laughs> um, what else did I want to say? Oh, I, Newman, when you were talking, I wanted to point out that Pittsburgh, super good offensively. I think they're probably going to score on Varlamov and Oh, this was it. The Islanders are so fucking boring. It drives me nuts. I can't watch. They're boring, but it works. That's the problem. It does work, but it only works if they score the first goal. If they don't have a lead to protect, they can't come back. Yep. Um, And that's why I think Pittsburgh is going to win this series in six games. I do think the Islanders are a good team, but Pittsburgh, honestly, to me, very slept on this year. Um, We, I pointed out earlier in the year that they would have been in first place had you discounted the Buffalo, New Jersey games. Um, so, and, and they've been in first for a decent chunk. They've been steadily climbing that the standings was, all year. That was when they were in fourth. You yes. said that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So I think Pittsburgh is very underlooked. I would not be surprised to see them win this series and then maybe the next. Um, I like them a lot. Obviously, Sid the Kid is just disgusting. And like Evan pointed out, goaltending has been really good, especially as of late. They've been hot. Yeah. And I think of like two years ago when the Islanders had that run, like Jordan Eberle was fantastic in that, the playoffs. Well, and, Eberle, and so was Bailey. But like no Lee, like you said, there's a huge Lee loss. Is the, he, Lee is the key to that offense. It's not Barzal. Lee is key. <laughs> I think it would not surprise me to see Sorokin get a couple starts in the series. I don't think Varlamov is bound to last long. It's kind of at the end of the year, Sorokin was getting more starts. It was about splitting 50-50 when at the beginning of the year, Varlamov was about, you know, 80 to 20. So it seems like there's a shift there. And I I never liked that, like back and forth goaltending at the end of the year. Um, I assume Jari starts game one for Pittsburgh. And he's good. A couple of years ago, he was so good. And then struggled to start this year. And everyone was like, all right, like he's garbage. Um, I still like them. Yeah, I like Pittsburgh. They're a tough team to beat. Uh, moving on to the last first-round series, Washington Capitals, two-seed, and Boston Bruins, three-seed. Let's go, Bees. Newman, what do you got? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going with you guys. I'm thinking Boston at six. Fuck yeah. Um, again, I don't – this division is so, like, mismatched. Like, I feel like any team could win uh, and come out of this all four. But, I mean, Boston's been hot ever since they got Taylor Hall. I mean, you've seen the impact. He's been pretty fucking good. Um, I mean, I don't have faith in Washington's goaltending. I think that's my issue. If I think Vanacek's going to start. I don't think he'll finish. I don't think he's very good. I think <laughs> Samsonov's better. But um, <laughs> <No fitting>. I think <laughs> – <laughs> um, Oh, you guys are dirty. Hurry on. <laughs> Uh, I think it's really just about stopping Washington's offense and Ovechkin. I mean, he's he's hurt right now, is he not? Or he's coming back, but he's hurt. He's coming yeah, back. So he's missed like the last six or seven games. Yeah. So I mean, we'll see how how good he is. Um, just I mean, it really fucking just in time. It's <laughs> yeah. I guess it hinges on uh, playoff Rask. I mean, he's been pretty up and down past years. We'll see how he goes. But I mean. You've got plenty of options to turn to if he uh, struggles. But I, I think he'll be fine. Uh, and I think Boston wins this one. Very mm. balls. Yeah, Caps for me are a team that's just kind of on the decline. Um, we remember a couple years ago they lost to Carolina in game seven. Who did they play last year? I can't remember. But didn't they lose round one? They lost round one to Philly. Someone. Yeah, oh, yeah. Was it Philly? I don't know. It was know. either Philly, Philly or the it. Islanders, because Philly Islanders yeah. played second round. Right. I can't remember, but they, but basically, point I think being, it was they, the Islanders. I think it was soon. They lost round they one. Shut so that offense down. They've lost yeah. round one two straight times, and then I mean, their peak was when they were playing like Tampa in the finals and winning the cup against they in the in the conference finals, and then winning the cup against Vegas. So I'm talking about like three years ago was their peak. Make it three straight first-round exits for the Caps. Boston's obviously red hot. Um, all four lines can score. The goaltending's going to be better than Washington's goaltending, and the defense is better than Washington's defense. Just a clear-cut advantage, as is the power play and penalty kill. So give me Boston all across the board uh, and all the key metrics. And um, Caps do scare me a little bit because you just don't know if people like Oshie 
and Mantha and Ovechkin can get hot. So, I don't know. Give me Boston in seven, though. But, I don't know. That's my thoughts there. Um, I will say, Evan, to your point, um, Laviolette, this is his first year. Yeah. Um, so, new regime could be a sign of on a first-round exit. Yeah. Uh, I'm praying for Washington first-round exit, and I'm also predicting one. I'm taking Boston in seven, like Evan. Um, I think it's not so much Boston heavy as you made it seem. I think Washington's offense is probably still better. It really? Yeah, to me. Um, wow. I, I would mean, definitely take Boston goaltending, Boston defense, uh, but I'd take Capitals penalty, uh, power play as well. Take Boston penalty mm-hmm. kill, but their power play destroys us. They're like they well, killed yeah. us the other. I mean, it all depends on whether Ovechkin's there or not. Well, Oshie's eating us alive on the power play this year. I mean, yeah. Washington's a team that really scares me. This is going to be a great series. I expect some Tom Wilson brutality, um, some fisticuffs from hopefully Kevin Miller and Frederick. I want to see Kevin Miller murder <laughs> someone on my TV screen. Um, <laughs> Tomorrow night, let's hope. I'm taking Boston in seven. So that concludes the first round. I think um, we had a lot of the same matchups. Yeah. Yeah. Not too many upsets either. No. So let's move on to the second. Back to the Western Division. Colorado, the one seed, and the Vegas Golden Knights, the two seed. Basically, what everybody said from the beginning of the year, it would be these two. They are the one and two. Newman, who you got? I'm thinking Colorado in six. I really like Vegas, but I think Colorado's got such a, a good offense. And I think it really hinges on Grubauer. He's like, he has like 30 wins. So he, he's very underrated as a goalie this year. And I think he'll do enough to compete with Fleury over on the other side. Um, wouldn't even be surprised to see Leonard start the game either. He's been good too. Um, but I don't know. I like McKinnon, like Landeskog has been lighting the lamp left and right recently. So I think they're just so hot and such a good team that I, I don't see Vegas uh, beating them. Yeah, no, I agree. I have Colorado advancing in this matchup. Uh, this is tough because Vegas just like is just so good. Like there's really nothing wrong with them. It's just like Colorado's offense is more electrifying. In my opinion, their power play is more electrifying. And I don't know. Vegas ha- has had a little bad luck in the playoffs in recent – in, like, the last couple of years. Obviously, you just can't help but remember game seven against San Jose, you're up 3 nothing, and then, you know, the controversial call happens, and then you're fucking suddenly losing, and it's like, what the fuck just happened? Um, again, this is just a team that, while I love and I love Flurry. I just think Colorado's offense is just too much. Like, Nazem Kadri's been fantastic. And like Newman said, that top line is probably the best line in hockey. So, uh, Avalanche in six for me. And they win it at home. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, here. <laughs> Fucking killing me sitting on this goddamn chair. <laughs> uh, I'm disagreeing with both of you. I got Vegas in seven. Um I love Colorado, but to me, it's more just playoff experience. Vegas has more of it. Flurry has way more of it than Grubauer. Grubauer was hurt for their run last year. Um, and I just don't have a ton of faith in Colorado's bottom six. Um, I really like Vegas top to bottom. 
Reeves line is so effective. Um, I just think, you know, bottom six depth is so overlooked uh, in the NHL, but it's so important come playoff time, especially depth that's not even playing. Uh, And I just think Vegas is so deep. They did so well in that draft. Uh, Yeah, I mean, Belmar, Magna, Sherwood. I mean, give me Reeves and and two fucking goons. I think it's no sack. He's been so good. Yeah. Um, let me get Vegas lines up. Yeah, uh, to me, Vegas is just deeper, and they have more experience. It's going to be a great battle. Um, but I got Vegas in seven. Uh, Evans pulling up the lines, and then we will move on. Yeah. But yeah, I just I like the bottoms. It's Reeves, no there. second, somebody else. Whoa. Oh, I forgot they had Carrier and Colsar too, and Tuck's on the third one. Yeah, I mean Tuck's been a dominating goal scorer lately. Although, why is Yanmark on line one? They went out and got him. Oh, is Reeves hurt? I think he is. This second line is so good, though. Yeah. Yanmark's been good since he went over there. Yeah. And Waugh's been good this year as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's um, going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be a great series. I think it'll happen, obviously. I think we all we yeah. all have that match on. Moving on to the north. I'm going to fucking yawn. So, real quick. So, Newman and I have Colorado. Out of the West, you have Vegas. Correct. I'm sorry for yawning. Um, <laughs> now everybody who's listening is going to start fucking yawning. <laughs> sorry. Uh, moving on to the Northern Division. Uh, Toronto, the one, and I believe everybody had Edmonton, the two. Yep. Newman, starting with you, as usual. Um, I think I think this might be one of the most exciting series of the entire playoffs. I mean, you got Marner and Matthews against McDavid and Drysaddle. It's gonna be high scoring. I'm taking Edmonton in seven. I mean, I I personally I want Toronto to win because I like Toronto better, but I think I mean it's McDavid. Yeah, there's not a lot to say. But... Before the pod, I don't want Toronto to make it to the end. Well, for the meme, that'd be great. But I do like Toronto as a team. For and, the um... meme, <laughs> I mean, he has a good... won a seventh round one. I don't know that. Okay, yeah, so... but anyway, I think it's really it just comes down to who can stop the other, and I give the edge to Edmonton, uh, Mike Smith over oh, Jack Campbell. On. Mike Smith is dog water. <laughs> The dude smells. I've had him. Fucking thick, yeah. I'm gonna go Toronto. Um, I'll pull games. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, Toronto's fucking good. Like, how, dude? Edmonton. It reminds me of McDavid winning one round and then losing round two to a, just a juggernaut. And like, Toronto's a juggernaut. Like, I, I know you guys may not admit that, but like, their offense is just so good. And like. Their defense is all right, but I still think that they, they could outscore McDavid and try to settle, especially with Edmonton not having much depth. And, like, I the season series, I don't know off the top of my head what it is, but I know Toronto's just outperformed them all across the board. So, Toronto in five, they'll beat Edmonton. They'll represent the North. Taking Edmonton along with Newman in seven along with Newman. <laughs> oh, boy. To me, this is just – this is going to be another case of Matthews, Marner, Nylander, Tavares not showing up in the playoffs. They never do. They can't beat Boston. They <laughs> well, can't beat anybody. Boston it's not Boston. Time. It's Connor McDavid this time. I mean, it's con- – again, it's worse. Two 
points a fucking game. Like it's just insane. Like it's historic. Watching him is historic. And and you're also forgetting Darnell Nurse, uh, sleeper Norse candidate this year. Tyson Berry, who Toronto let go, 40 points this year for Edmonton. I'm taking Edmonton's back end over Toronto's. Uh, and that's why I'm taking Edmonton in seven. Anything else to add? You know, I don't real know. quick, real quick, Mike Smith is 21, six and two with a 923 save percentage. He's been pretty good. <laughs> Man, you know yeah, what? He, he's old. I, I, he's old. <laughs> I don't care if he's old. That save percentage is up there with Flurry and Vazzy. You know, I get that, but we saw Mike Smith in the playoffs last year with the Flames and they just got melted by Dallas. Flames suck. I mean, come on. Flames are bad. The Flames have been a pretty good team over the last five years. Pretty good at getting make the playoffs. Whatever. You know what? I respect it. Like McDavid could just put the team on his back, but then again, I think it's all about the We're also forgetting Dry and Nugent Hopkins. Like other two very, very good players. I said it was second in points. I mean, like Newman, 15. Newman, who would you I, – I just have a question for you. Like, I guess, like, what goalie would you rather have in the playoffs, Mike Smith or Carey Price? Uh, it, depends. it depends on what Carey Price shows up. If it's the Carey – like, playoff that, like, carried them through Pittsburgh last year, yeah, give me Carey Price all the way. But Mike Smith has been pretty consistent this year. So, with the uncertainty of Carey Price, I'd probably take Mike Smith. If it's the real Carey Price, give me Carey Price – uh yeah week but if it's if it's yeah. the shaky carry smith yeah and a 21 6 and 2 mike smith well, well give me mike yeah i mean mike. i'm happy they are playing smith though and not Koskinen. Koskinen, i hate i hate Koskinen. i hate, I hate watching edmonton when he plays because he just is so dumb he's just lost <laughs> he's lost can't believe they paid him four and a half million I, I don't know how Peter's Peter dumbass Shirelli did. Fuck that guy. Peter, yeah, he, stop fucking listening. I hate you. He <laughs> set a record last week. He gave up four goals on four shots and got pulled. Yeah, I didn't know that. Bomb. Just <laughs> that very funny. I'd wipe my ass with Miro Koskinen. Uh, but basically, yeah, like yeah. I think it's a great series no matter what. I, I, I like to think Toronto will. Highest scoring series. We'll just, you know, just put up goals on Mike Smith because I think they can put up goals on anybody but yes high scoring series like Jack Campbell will probably suck in this series like I'm excited I, I'm excited to watch a lot of goals and McDavid and that just go head to head that'll be exciting I remember watching these two play during the year and I think it was 3-3 when I turned it on with like 12 minutes to go in the third oh that was the game it ended up that was being, the game I bet on I think 6-5 six, six, final 6-4 mm. final I mean just two teams with the the potential to put up double digit goals mm. Um, that was the game. I mean, I, if it's the game that I think you're talking about, Edmonton had a power play late trying yes. to tie the game, and this yes. power play was so good. Yeah, I don't know how they didn't they score, score. Yeah. but just electric, like so many good opportunities. It was just, it was just such exciting hockey to watch. It was. That's the uh, game you're you're thinking of, yes, though, right? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, that was I think I was at your door. It was a great game. Yeah. Uh, moving great. on. So real quick, Edmonton, Toronto for me. Yes. All right. Uh, back to the central division we have well i have carolina the one seed against tampa. tampa and you two have carolina against the two seed florida uh, so newman um 
I, I really like Florida this year, but if there's any team that matches up with Florida, it's Carolina. They're six, one and one uh, in the series uh, regular season. So I'm taking Carolina and six. Uh, however, I, I think Florida is very slept on. Their offense is really good, but I, Brenda Moore has his, has that team figured out, I guess. I don't know how they do it, but they score goals. I mean, I'm looking at the number. They beat them pretty handily a couple times, shut them out, I think three times. So they're finding a way to subdue Huberto and that top line. I don't know. So I like this Carolina team a lot. Trocek, Aho, that power play is disgusting. Um, and like, I don't know. They get great defense. I, they're they're a complete team. Yeah, I'm actually gonna go with the Florida Panthers in seven games to win this series. It'll be a heck of a series if this happens. Um, I've watched a couple games between the two this year, and like, just like. Lots of goals, like star power with Aho and then like Huberto and Barkov. Like the goaltending is like a little bit meh. Uh, although Carolina's goaltending has been good, but I don't know. Like you get into the playoffs, I feel like a lot of goals could happen here. Um, I don't know. It, it would be a great series. I just like Florida. They're going into the playoffs again, winning six straight. If they beat Tampa in a series, that'll just give them so much energy. And like, I don't know who's starting. I hope they start Drieger. He had a great year this year, so. I'm just excited, you know, again, to watch good hockey and, and hopefully see the Florida Panthers, you know, they're, I think they're going to be at like a hundred percent capacity. So get that environment running and like, just like, hopefully they can actually get fans. I would hope because they've struggled in the past to get fans <laughs> yeah, in the building. But, Florida. <laughs> um, no, it, again, great series, but give me the, give me the cats to represent the central. Uh, I am taking the Carolina Hurricanes over the Tampa Bay Lightning in seven. I think this is going to be a hell of a series. I think either way, it's a hell of a series. Um, <clears throat> whichever floor, to me, Florida and Tampa is really flip of a coin. Um, yeah. So whichever team comes out of that is going to match up really well against Carolina. Uh, somebody that nobody is talking about all year, except for me, Marty fucking Natchez. Um, he is yeah, a budding star. I did have him in fantasy. Um, he is phenomenal. I think he's going to be – he's really going to shine in the playoffs on the big stage. Um, and I just love Carolina. The goaltending has been phenomenal this year. When healthy, Can that hold up, though? When, when healthy, Morazic's numbers are unbelievable. Um, yeah, yeah, he's been good. Ron, you know, you know what you're getting from James Reimer. I mean, he's yeah, been, big rebounds. He's been a perennial, <laughs> a decent goalie. He, he's going to oh. give up two or three a game, and and no, hopefully I, you can score more than the other team. If I wanted but, James but, Reimer, but, 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 I, I'd have a four-one lead and just let him blow it. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Uh, not, no, not that I'm saying fuck, <laughs> fuck the team that did that, but fuck James Reimer for sure. Um, but I, I like him this year. He's had a good year, and I think you're mean to be mean to him right now. Uh, <laughs> but to I'm, Newman's point, like, there's three good goalies there. I, I think you have to keep Nadelkovich, and then, like, I'd go Morazic over Reimer. Yeah, so me too. Reimer, but where's if, Reimer fit? If one of them falters or Morazic were to get hurt, he's been hurt all year, basically. Oh, great. Um, Reimer fits in there. I, I'm taking <laughs> Carolina. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, who would you take, Carolina or Tampa? It, it just uh, hypothetically. I, I take Carolina. I think Carolina for Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm taking Carolina. So that brings us to our last of the eight. So Florida game, for me, Carolina for both of you. What's it called? Round of eight semifinals? 
Uh, no. I have no idea. It's Second round. It's just not divisional called anything, round. Colin. It, divisional round. It's a divisional round. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, again, I yeah. have a nice term for it. Well, whatever. Um, also, boss, real quick, I'm just going to post like about like our final fours to probably like today or tomorrow. So. Like each of our final like oh, team yeah, yeah, from each yeah. division. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I have well, Evan and I have Pittsburgh, Boston, and Newman. You have Islanders, Boston. Yep. Right. Take us away. I, you guys will be happy. I have Boston winning again uh, in five. I think I have everything you said in the first the first go around. The Islanders are boring. Um, I mean, had had this been the beginning of the year when the Islanders won five in a row against Boston, it'd probably be the other way around. But Boston beat them quite handily the last three times. Uh, they're getting hot at the right time. I like your team. Pretty complete team compared to uh, the Andre Lee-less Islanders. Uh, so I think Boston Boston has a good chance to win this division, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I like them. Yeah, I have the Bruins uh, beating Pittsburgh in round two. I actually have it as 4 nothing Boston. Pittsburgh oh, sweeps in, game in this first series. They get swept in round two. Uh, reminds me a lot about that other series back in, I think, 2013. 13 when they went to the cup against Chicago they played Pittsburgh in the finals and they won for nothing in that series so I think it could be a nice little throwback there and I just think Pittsburgh you know you, you sweep you get some time off the Bruins offense comes in and your goaltending is bound to falter uh, again I just take the Boston Bruins offense 10 out of 10 times more than the New York Islanders especially right now with no Anders Lee and the addition of Taylor Hall was huge so you had that you had the Penguins. No, I had the Penguins sweeping the Islanders. Yeah. Yeah. But so then why the fuck are you talking about the Islanders? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but even still, like – or no, but I think I'm just comparing like, the teams. Okay, yeah, whatever. that's what I was trying to do. Um, <laughs> yeah, because, like, Pittsburgh has New York. Their offense sucks. Oh, yeah. They yeah. play Boston. Their offense is fucking good. Yeah. The goaltending is playing. Oh, okay, so, gotcha. My bad. You're good. Uh, <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> Just a quick turnaround. So Boston sweeps after having to go to seven against Washington. They'll sweep Pittsburgh and represent the East. Uh, I think Boston has to go seven again to beat Pittsburgh. Uh, again, I, I like Pittsburgh. They played Boston pretty well this year. When they beat us, they beat us pretty good. Um, and to me, it's just a, a battle of two really deep teams, two hockey smart teams mm. obviously Crosby Bergeron up the middle it's like two of the greatest centers of the last generation I'd say if not the greatest centers right mm. I Kopitar maybe Taves maybe but yeah. outside of them I'd say Crosby Bergeron um yeah, I and, and I yeah I don't know I, I love Boston obviously not gonna don't want to bet against my team I am in the next round um, but the addition of Taylor Hall has been huge. The scoring has come alive. David Krejci looks like a fucking superstar. I saw today or yesterday a tweet that said, had he been on this pace since the trade deadline all year, he would have scored 107 points in 82 games. Um, that's superstar play. <laughs> that's superstar play. And he looks like one lately. He does. I mean, listen, I, mean, I just like to put I, 40 I wish points I could play in his last tapes. 40 games. I wish I could play 40 the tapes points in his last 40 games. Dude, trust me. I fucking hated him. 
But look, he's <laughs> turned around, and everybody's always said this in Boston. David Krejci needs a right winger. Because David Krejci is incapable of playing with somebody who's incompetent to score because David Krejci himself so who's is his incompetent right to score. Smith? Yes, and Taylor Hall. <laughs> I mean, Smith's been great this year. Yeah. Taylor Hall's been even better um, since joining the team. That line is just destroying teams right now, and yeah. David Krejci's a huge part of that. 40 points in the last 40 games. Mm. Fuck you. Yeah, listen, the one thing that gets me a little nervous is like, I'm having – I have Boston sweeping. The goaltending but makes me nervous. A little bit. But for me, it's like – we remember that game on NBC, Pittsburgh-Boston in Pittsburgh, like, a couple weeks ago. I'm like, they couldn't get any chances. Like, yeah. it was painful yeah, to watch. That game is what I'm thinking of when yeah. I say seven games. So, I, you know, I have four, but, like, very well could go longer. Yeah. If they can't get good, consistent opportunities. But there were no power plays in that game. So, I don't know. I expect – Boston's power play to play well in the playoffs. The other thing I am concerned about going into the playoffs from a Boston perspective is the health on the back end. Carlo has missed a lot of time this year. Grizzlick's been kind of in and out. And obviously Kevin Miller um, should win the Masterson, in my opinion, coming back from four kneecap surgeries, um, oh, two broken me, kneecaps. I mean, over a guy that came back from cancer. <laughs> fuck, fuck you i mean did he win it last year no no <laughs> this who, time who won it last year uh let's do our research i, I mean fuck i feel bad saying that but like kevin miller is hey, like ass. i mean oscar limbaugh hasn't, hasn't really performed well for the flyers <laughs> here Let's not lie. Well, it's more about uh, hockey. I mean, yeah. is Miller even the finalist for the Bruins? I don't even know if he is. Yes, he is. Oh, he is? Okay. Uh, he is. It was Bobby Ryan last year. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's Which more about the story. The makes story sense. Story, not... I, I mean, yeah. I, mean, it, <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. When you lay it out that way, I get it. But uh, anyways, I'm concerned about Miller's health. Um and just the overall health of the team. It's been a long season. We really haven't been hurt with injuries. Knock on wood. Um, so, yeah, that's just a, a general concern. But I think Boston represents the East Division. So, we all have Boston. Yes. So, this final round of four is when the brackets are going to get really funky. Um, because after – once we get to the division representatives – it's a reseed. So my final four is Vegas, Edmonton, Carolina, Boston. Newman, you have Colorado, Toronto, Carolina, Boston. No, I have Edmonton, but yeah. Oh, you did take Edmonton. That's right. You took Toronto. Right. Mine Edmonton is... has Colorado, Toronto, Florida, Boston. It's uh, it's Toronto versus Florida. Yes, you have Toronto. Oh, really? Yeah. And then Boston. Okay. I have Vegas, Edmonton, Carolina, Boston. Yeah. Yep. I have the same with Colorado. So, Newman, your matchup of Colorado, Edmonton, who comes out on top? I'm taking Colorado in six because, I, I mean, I like that they get receded and that they're playing like they're playing new opponents now. So it's really, it's the raw talent of 
McDavid and Drysaddle against I I feel like a more complete and methodical team in Colorado, and I I think it takes longer than six games for Edmonton to figure out Colorado, and by that time I think Colorado probably ends them. I mean I don't mean if McDavid can put up three points a night, then sure Edmonton there's no stopping Edmonton, but I think Colorado probably matches up well. I mean we haven't seen it in a year, but I I mean Colorado's my Cup champion. I I really like their team. So, I mean, I think they'll be Edmonton. The speed between Colorado and Edmonton, that, that's going to be a fucking goal. Yeah, it's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah. Real quick, like, something that I expect teams to do is just literally go after McDavid. Similar to the Ducks. Or Ryan Kessler did Ryan quite well. They, I mean, McDavid was frustrated, visibly frustrated. Like, if you can take this guy out of the game, I know you can't take Connor McDavid out of the game, but you can try to limit him a little bit really rough them up, finish your checks on them, like get them frustrated, you know, that would be huge. I don't expect them to struggle at all in the playoffs, but that's something that I uh, was also curious about. Uh, I had Colorado, Boston. I'm also going to pick Colorado in seven games. You know, I think it'll be similar. What series that would be. Uh, it would be great. Some, I, I, you know, it's just um, – it reminds me a lot of the Blues. Bruins game seven – Boston goes into Colorado, wins game six. They come back home. Oh, we're at home. We can go to the Stanley Cup final. And then they flop, and then they'll probably lose like 4 nothing in that game. Uh, they lost 4-1 in game seven against the Blues. But, um, but yeah, Avs just too good. So they will be going to the Stanley Cup final. Uh, just two things. Uh, what were you saying? Oh. About McDavid. Yeah. Um, I'm fucking blanking. The other thing, though, Boston, you had that scenario wrong because Colorado would have home ice. At oh, all right. So, sorry. Give me Colorado in six then. Yeah, my bad. Um, I still think they'll win it in Boston. But I, I was talking about McDavid getting, like, fucked. Yeah, I, but I can't – I don't know why I can't fuck – oh, I think McDavid is far more mature as a player, and and his physical game is far far better than it was in that series, in my opinion. I think teams would have a harder time doing that, and also finding somebody. I mean, at the time, Ryan Kessler was a phenomenal two way center, but you're not going to find many phenomenal two way centers that are capable of keeping up with McDavid all night. Like the guy's impossible to stop. He's impossible to skate with. Um, but I mean, Colorado in your scenario, Newman is a super fast team. They're probably equipped to do it. Kadri yeah. would just get under his skin. Oh yeah, I mean, Kadri would get fucked. <laughs> He'd yeah. probably knock his ass out. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have Vegas Edmonton. Uh, interesting enough that we have three different matchups. Yeah. Um, I have Vegas Edmonton. I have Vegas in seven. Again, I think Connor McDavid just continues to propel the Oilers through the playoffs, but I think he's just going to fall short. Um, as you guys have pointed out, Edmonton really is not that complete after McDavid. I like the back end. I respect Mike Smith's game this year, but the bottom six is just bad to me, and that's why Vegas is going to be so good in the playoffs, in my opinion, is their bottom six, depth scoring, effective play, physical play allow your top six skilled guys to get opportunities. Um, and obviously Vegas goaltending is phenomenal. I'm going to go Vegas in seven to go to the cup. 
so Newman, what's your other matchup? I have Carolina Boston. I think you do too, right? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm taking Carolina. I think it's going to go seven though. I think it's going to be a great matchup. They played what two years ago? Boston one and five. Yeah. I believe. No, I um, but I think yeah, we handed them their ass. Yeah, but I think I think this time, I mean, it's the first time they'll see each other. I think Brenda Moore probably has them coached well. I think playing teams like Florida and Tampa all year definitely has them well-equipped to play any opponent. I mean, nothing against Washington and Pittsburgh, but I think Carolina's quite better than both of them. Um, so I, I think it's going to be close. I mean, the Bruins have certainly been hot, and I certainly think that can carry them through it. But I, I, I don't know. I just like Carolina's team better. I think the Bruins' uh, luck runs out. Uh, should I go since I have the same matchup? Like, yeah, so you go on topic. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Carolina Boston. I have Carolina in six. Um, what? Uh, it hurts. Yeah, it does. It does. But Carolina. <laughs> yeah, it does. Carolina is. I just think they're a better team. That, like Newman said, you know, you play Florida and Tampa. Tampa owns Boston, and I have Carolina knocking Tampa out. I think they've been better than Tampa this year. Um, and just, I think those three teams, Carolina, Florida, Tampa, all have very similar style plays and Boston has struggled to play against Tampa. Uh, so I'm going to go Carolina in six. I think Boston, not so much runs out of their runs out of steam, but Mm -hmm. they just run into a hotter opponent in Carolina. Um, uh, so I'm going to go Carolina in six. It hurts. Yeah. I, I wish I could take Boston. I just think Carolina is just so complete. I do think Cassidy over Brenda Moore, though, I would say. I mean, I disagree with that, but I, I – and I also disagree. I mean, if I had that matchup, I mean, just Boston just owns Carolina. Like, I also think of, like, that one game where Carolina was just, like, up, like, three in the yeah. third period, and they, and they just blew that. It's a different them. team, though. I get it's a different team, but, but is it, though – how different is I mean, that's pre-Trocheck. That's Natchez was rookie year. Dougie Hamilton was hurt that year. And that's without Mrazic and Djokovic as well. So a lot of key pieces there. Sure. Not to shit on your fucking parade there. But uh, <laughs> fuck you. Sticking behind my pick. Um, my next matchup's Toronto, Florida. I'm going Florida to win this matchup to go to the Stanley Cup final. I'm going to go in – I didn't really prep out how many games for this one. Uh, well, it depends. So, if Toronto wins tonight, they get the, They would be the two in this matchup. If they lose tonight to Winnipeg, they would get the three. So, if it's Florida at the two, then I'd go Florida and seven. If it's Toronto at the three – or, sorry, if it's Florida at the three, I'll go Florida in – Decks probably to beat Toronto. Um, again, just like a bunch of points I've talked to earlier. Like I don't know, I, I just don't see the Leafs fucking winning, the, getting to the cup or winning the cup yeah. this year. And you know, Florida, Florida's one of those teams like Carolina, just like surprised a lot of people this year with their play and um, better than Tampa. Like I think we all thought Tampa was going to be the one seed, you know, even like a month ago. Like it still looked like Tampa would would get that first seed and you know teams like Florida and Carolina they just kept winning mm-hmm. so yeah I respect those two teams a lot this year and you know it, it's pretty cool to see us three have either one of them in the cup yeah definitely I mean it's great for both um franchises 
you know, down south, they struggle to get fans sometimes. Um, yeah. Obviously, it's been documented in the media. You know, Tampa had that playoff run, I think, and they, like, didn't have a lot of fans for the first round. Um, in Florida, obviously, I had the all-star game and couldn't even sell it out. Um, so, lack of fans, I think it's just good for the game for uh, any of those teams down south to get into the cup. Uh, so, Newman, you have Colorado, Carolina. Evan, you have Colorado, Florida. Mm -hmm. I have Vegas, Carolina. Uh, so, Newman? Uh, like I said, I have Colorado as my cup champ. I have them doing it in six. I think they're just such a good team. Like, it, for me, they're coming off a win over Edmonton. I think that's huge. Uh, Carolina, while they're not Edmonton, I mean, they've got some star players that I think Colorado could probably – subdue for most of that series i just i like their roster up and down the depth they have i mean maybe i mean someone on carolina will step up whether that be natchez or someone else uh on defense one of their goalies will have to get hots but i i just don't think it's going to happen i think colorado probably my pick to win the cup at the beginning of the year and they're my pick now yeah i mean i gotta agree with everything Connor said right there, Avs, it's, this is their year, in my opinion. I think Money Puck, I'm looking at it right now. I think they have Colorado as the highest odds percentage uh, base to win the Cup. Oh, no, they actually have Toronto a little bit higher. And it looks like Pittsburgh, too. Well, I don't know. Fuck me. Forget <laughs> about that. Um, no, just I feel like it's Colorado's year. I feel like they have a good, good matchup against the Blues round one. Should get them all to confidence beating – beating a team that won the Stealing Cup just a short two years ago. And then if you beat Vegas, like, I think the winner of that series would win the Cup, in my opinion. Um, it's going to be a great matchup, though. Just love the top line in Colorado. Like, I, you know, Colin talks a little bit about the depth. That's the one thing that I guess worries me a little bit. But, it, you know, we'll have to see. I think Kadri is just a huge player for them. Hopefully he does get suspended this playoffs. And, uh, obviously, McCarr <laughs> actually healthy and – Rubauer playing out of his mind. So I just like the abs. Yeah, you guys certainly make good cases. Um, so I'm just going to sneak by you real quick. I am going to take Carolina to win the cup in seven games over the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, I kind of view this as Carolina's year, in my opinion. There's been a, kind of a team that really emerged two years ago, lost to Boston. Last year, really good year. Obviously, Brendan Moore has gotten a lot of love in the media um, from players coaching all-star games. Um, so I'm going to go Carolina. I love the goaltending even better than – even more than I love Vegas' goaltending. And for me, I just – like Carolina just has a lot, a lot, a lot of depth. Um, I could I could totally see it. And that's why I'm going to go Carolina. And the defense, too. I'll touch upon the defense later when we talk about our award predictions. Um, but the Carolina's defense is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. um, I, I do th – I think it'll be interesting. I think um, Carolina will have a chance to win at home and they'll lose and then go on the road and win it in Vegas. So, that would be, be crazy. Just similar to what Washington, Washington did, did. Yes. Although it wasn't game seven. It was game six. I also would like to just say I do think the Stanley Cup this year will be won in overtime no matter what team is in it. It's like a random thought I've had. Like I think 
a decisive game goes yeah. to overtime and someone scores an OT. Also, I got Miko Rantan jersey on. Uh, so, yeah, why not? Traitor. Right? Yeah. Takes <laughs> threw, off a bird. Threw my bird Bruins jersey on. on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that so, wraps so, up that. our cup predictions. Yeah. So, I like it. Carolina, yeah. Colorado for me and Newman. Yeah, I mean, I could see Colorado definitely if they were to beat Vegas. I think Vegas beats them, but I could definitely see it. I mean, yeah. flip of the coin between yeah. those two. Also, me. someone that's really come on this year for the Avs, Sam Gerrard. I mean, yeah. he's been so good this year. Well, McCarr's been uh, out for a majority of the year with injury. I uh, kind of fucked my fantasy team. Uh, and Gerrard really stepped up. Yeah, I had him. Uh, nice. We're already about an hour in, so we'll just kind of graze over the awards. Don't have to go too deep into them, I don't think. Um, most of them I'm keeping my same predictions. So uh, we'll start with the Hart Newman. Who, if you remember who you had at midseason and who you're keeping or changing to? Uh, I I mean, I had McDavid. I'm keeping McDavid. It's it's Connor McDavid. I, it's like, yeah, he scores a lot of points. Enough said. I think we should just skip talking about like McDavid and just point out that Evan actually didn't predict McDavid. Would yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I wish someone would me at the time when I said Austin Matthews. Well, I mean, that would have maybe been a good teller. Um, I don't know. I think I was kind of disrespecting the um, mid season when I made this pick back in March, and I'm disrespecting them again. So honestly, you know, just say it right now. Oilers win the Stanley Cup this year, just based on my disrespect for them all year. Um, but I don't know. Wish I was drug tested. I wasn't. But McDavid. Yeah, McDavid. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, the Rockets. I think another one. Is, it was Matthews. We all had Matthews. Yeah, we had Matthews. Yeah. No catching him. He wins it easily. Easily, yeah. I don't even know who's second. Also, my sleeper in the brankets about at about thirty three. I mean, he. I, I, let me check the goal. Oh, I think Matt McDavid was my sleeper. Just because even I I had Patrick Kane. I mean, he's not a sleeper, but like he was a sleeper at the time because he was far behind. Yeah. So Matthews forty one. Next up is McDavid thirty three, and then to brink at thirty two. So my oh, sleeper yeah. is third. My sleep for a second. Yeah, but McDavid's not a fucking sleeper. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I loved the Dabrinkit break at the time, though. So good, dude. Yeah, so he's good. a star. Has emerged. I think we move on from the Rocket. Um, I have Norris next listed. Mm-hmm. Um, Newman? Uh, so, I think, I mean, honestly, I think Victor Hedman probably wins on name value alone, but I'm picking right. Dougie Hamilton. Not, not to just say who you had earlier first. Oh, I had oh I had Victor Hedman earlier. Um, but yeah, I'm going Dougie Hamilton now. Uh, plus 20, 42 points. He's in the top, I think, 10 in points, 32 assists. Like he was very good this year, and I don't think a lot of enough people talk about him. Um, so it'll be a close race between those two. Adam Fox probably gets some talk, but I'm going Dougie Hamilton. Mm-hmm. I know you were considering Fox. I said Hedman in March. I'm going to keep it just because I know I'll be wrong in other places. So I might as well try to keep it and get it right. Um, but man, Adam Fox, like, honestly, is like really tempting. 
I, I honestly think I would put Fox over Hamilton. Um, this dude was so fucking good. Yeah, I I really considered Fox. I had McAvoy. Uh, he was my preseason pick. I had to stick with it at midseason, um, but I'll, I'll swallow my pride here. Not that he didn't have a great year, um, but I'm picking mistakes on on the back end. Yeah, yeah, and just he point production dropped off midseason. Uh, so I'm going to take Dougie Hamilton as well, Newman. I love his game this year. Um, I really considered Fox, obviously, uh, 42 assists, I think he finished mm-hmm. with. But just five goals. Hamilton had 10. Um, and obviously, Fox's Rangers not in the playoffs. Carolina, the one seed in a really hard division. Um, and, and New York was never in the playoff picture. Um, and then, obviously, Hedman, you can make a case for just by name. Um, but I think Hamilton really deserves it this year. I like him a lot. Um, kind of wish the Bruins kept him, but it is what it is. At the time, I didn't like him. Uh, he's, I think, like, could you think of a guy who's matured more than Dougie Hamilton has since he was traded? Like a young guy like that that got kind of shipped out because the team was a little fed up yeah. with him, and then he just responded by becoming, you know, one of the better players in the league at their position can you guys think of anybody i can't really i mean no, i can't say again maybe i can't off the top sad that the bruins traded both of them <laughs> uh, but no, I, yeah peter I, Shirelli traded both yeah of peter shirley's dumbass i can't think of really anybody um so yeah uh, i'm gonna take hamilton Real quick um, about Adam Fox. Advanced stats, basically from ESPN. Um, advanced stats paint Fox is the league's best defenseman, but his lack of name recognition heading into the season and New York's failure to make the playoffs will make winning in the Norris an uphill battle. Still, Fox will likely be named a finalist for the award and could wind up leading all defensemen in points, though Edmonton's Tyson Berry will likely overtake him in the, in the Oilers' last three games. But... Fox, I mean, he's got to be considered he had a, great a top year. defenseman in drafts next year for when we do fantasy. For like, sure. I don't know who has him. I don't know if MILF, Team MILF will keep him. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he doesn't. Uh, oh, so, that. I love Fox. Yeah. I would get his jersey in a heartbeat. Although I don't have that money. This year. <laughs> uh, I had Vesna next. Um, Newman. Uh, so midseason, I said Vazzy. I'm sticking with Vazzy because I'm stubborn, although I think Fleury is going to win it. Um, but for Vazzy, 31 10 and 1, uh, 925 save percentage ahead of Fleury and War and goals saved above expected. So I think he played like absolute shit the last week of the year against Florida. So I think recency bias, I think Fleury probably overtakes him, but I liked his play. It's going to need to be a big part of our playoff push if there is one. So I will stick with Fazzy. Evan? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm looking at it right now. I said Vassy at in March. I'm going to stick with it. A lot to do with name recognition. But I'm looking at a guy right now that you haven't mentioned yet. Um, you know, yeah, Flory had a higher save percentage out of all of them. But um, Phil Grubauer. Goals against average under two, 1.95, and he won 30 games, which was four more than anybody, um, I believe. Or no, Vassy won 31. Fucking never mind. But um, Vassy gave up 93 goals. Grubauer only 77. Flurry 71. Um, yeah, Vassy had to make more saves because of Tampa's poor defense at times. But um, 
No. Um, no. Or he gets you, a lot of help with the team. Look he plays at the with. starts between the three. That would be interesting. Like how many starts? Yeah. How many games started? Well, I know probably Bassey had a lot yeah. more. Uh, Bassey has 42. Flurry has 36. I know. What'd you say, Newman? 42 and 36 for Flurry? Yeah, I don't know. I think Grubauer's up there pretty well, high. Well, 36 for Flurry. Yeah. Grubauer. Grubauer only 40. And he he kind of outperformed. Outperformed Vassy. Man, Vassy got, I don't know, Tampa's defense is just trash. They just got way too many shots. Um, they Ooh. do. I took Vazzy. I'm going to stick with it, although I do like the case Evans making for Grubauer. I just think it, it will come down to name recognition. And obviously, Vasilevsky faced way more shots, had to make way more saves. Um, and like yeah. Newman said, the saves per goals expected. Vazzy, I know, leads that category, and it's not even fucking close. Um, I'm going to stick with it. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, Tampa's defense was just – like they gave up a lot of shots and like he had to bail them out so much. So that's a good yeah. point, Colin. Yeah. Um, so I next have the Jack Adams mm-hmm. award coach of the year. So <laughs> midseason, I, hey, Newman. I went, Oh my God. Uh, midseason, I went with Quinville. He just goes, yeah, fuck off. Fuck you. <laughs> Um, anyway, midseason I had Quenville, but I'm changing my pick to the winner of that division. I'm going Brad Brindamore. Um, I know they just pulled a bunch, all the GMs, and I think Brindamore got 25 votes for who they would pick. I know it's not up to them, but I think that's pretty telling. It's their good. first Carolina's first division win in since 05, so it's it's good for that franchise. I think Quenville would be a fine pick too. It's good for their franchise too to be performing so well. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna switch mine to Brindamore. Yeah, I'm going Brindamore as well. It's a good point, Newman. They didn't win the division until 2005. And, like, ever since this guy got here, they've been, like, kind of, like, a juggernaut, honestly. Like, they get to the Eastern Conference Finals, and, like, they're just a solid fucking team. Like, yeah, they've run into Boston two times, but, like, ever since this guy got here, all of a sudden they've been good. I remember this team was kind of dog shit just, like, five years ago. And this dude should finally get his first um, his first Jack Adams. Um, and I think he deserves it. I said Sheldon Keith in March, changing that up. That was when they were 17-4-2. Well, I still think he'll be in consideration. Uh, what Brendan Moore's done there is just simply fantastic, and he deserves a ton of credit and a Jack Adams to his name. Um, I had Sheldon Keith somewhere to Evan. I, I do love Brendan Moore. I think he definitely is deserving of it. He has been for a while. Um, but I'm going to go Dean Evanson. Nobody talked about Minnesota at all coming into the season. Um, I said earlier, you know, the West, it was just Colorado and Vegas and then the rest. Um, Minnesota really held their own. Really no star power on that team. They didn't have like a – didn't even have a 50-point getter, I don't think. Um, just a ton of depth, a ton of good play, no, great no. back end. And even though uh, kind of rotating goaltending between um, – Kakinen and Talbot and someone else was in there at one point. Um, I, I'm going to go Evanson. I think he's well-deserving. I do love Brendan Moore. Obviously, Carolina better than Minnesota this year, so I wouldn't be surprised to see Brendan Moore get it. Um, but I think Evanson is equally deserving. Yeah, so just – I mean, Minnesota sucks kind of like last year. They suck. Yeah, they, 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 uh, they were really bad. They lost to Vancouver. They played Vancouver in the – like the 
play in, and I think they lost to Vancouver. Yeah, yeah, they were bad. Also, to your point, Colin, just one 50-point goer was Kaprizov with 51, and the next was Fiala, 40, yeah. Zuccarello, 35, Jordan Greenway, 32, Erickson, 30. Um, even people like Marcus Foligno and Nick Benino played well. Victor Rask, Ryan Hartman, Parise, Bugstad, like it's just guys that have proven to like like mm-hmm. the, all the names you just listed outside of like Kaprizov, obviously, and Fiala is a new addition to that list. Yeah, he's um, good. And, and so is Greenway and Eric Snacks. So they do have a young core, but like those Lots vets, those vets you listed: um, Zuccarello, Bugstad, Foligno. Um, Benino, Hartman, Hartman Victor mm. Rask, even those are guys that have been in the league. Even Parise, for, uh, yeah, Zach Parise. I can't believe I forgot him. I have a USA Zach Parise jersey. I'm his <laughs> biggest fan. Um, but uh, those guys have been in the league for at least five years, and they've proven to be valuable depth scorers, valuable depth players, plug and play in any system in the NHL. I mean, those are guys that just get how to play hockey. And to me, Minnesota, uh, they're a true sleeper for me. I honestly would not be shocked. Um, five, one and two against Vegas this year. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked. Um, but I'm going to go Dean Evanson for Jack Adams. Although, I mean, real quick in those games, like they're only outscoring Vegas by one and yet they're five, one and two. So I don't, maybe that number's a little bit like deceptive. Um, I don't know. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, next, I had the Selkie. Uh, I had I had Bergeron, I think, in mid mid season. I'm switching to my sleeper pick, Barkov. Uh, it really wasn't much of a sleeper, but uh, career high in faceoff percentages here. I mean, just watching him play defense, play on the kill, like it's pretty pretty easy to see why people are talking about him for the Selkie now. Nothing against Bergeron. I think Bergeron had a, a fantastic year. I think. Marshan, honestly, Marshan might have, should be in this conversation too for all his short-handed goals and finally killing. But like, so I think I think maybe Bergeron gets overshadowed by him enough that Barkov, I think Barkov probably deserves this one this year. I'm sure, Bergeron will win the next five, but I'll go Barkov. Yeah, so I actually said Alex Barkov back in March. I'm actually changing it to Bergeron. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little funky there. Um, you know, my points that for Barkov in March, like elite two-way forward, that that one OT goal that Huberto had against Carolina, uh, face-offs obviously was a key point. But like what Bergeron does, like in the face-off dot and on the penalty on the penalty kill, it's just simply remarkable. And like he's gone up as the year's gone on. And I think this guy, like just it's his award this year, in my opinion. Uh, and I think Barkov, like you said, he'll get consideration. But I have to switch to Bergeron based on what I've seen this year. Yeah, I mean, I think Bergeron missed only two games this year. Um, and Barkov, I know, had a pretty he was hurt injury. on my team. He was out for about a month, I believe, right? Yeah, it sucked. Um, so I'm, I'm going to take Bergeron. I had Bergeron. Uh, I get your argument with uh, Barkov, but Bergeron led the league in faceoffs, um, dominant penalty killer, dominant in the zone. Just, you know, whenever he's on the ice and there's an on man rush, it's like, all of a sudden there's a magical back checker lifting that guy's crashing back to his stick. And it's always fucking Patrice Bergeron. He's always in the right spot. Um, and the, honestly, they should change this fucking award to the Patrice Bergeron award uh, when he retires. I think he's going to win it this year. That would make five. 
Um, he's dominant. But yeah, I think Martian belongs in the conversation. He's a phenomenal defender on the wing. I think Pierre Maguire pointed out there have only been four wingers to ever, four non centermen. And since you can't win. be a defenseman, it would have to be a winger um, to ever win. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he deserves to be in the conversation, but I'm going Bergeron, just on, you know, when you think of Southie, you think of Bergeron. Yeah. Uh, and last but not least, the Calder. I think we all had Kaprizov and are sticking with him. Yeah, I'm sticking with them. I know we talked about, I think, a couple pods ago about why, if he should be eligible or not. But, um, I mean, 51 points <laughs> led the team. I wish I wish Robertson would get more love because he also had a spectacular year. Uh, You're getting him in so, But Robertson, I think, had 43. Somewhere around there. Oh, I have it written down. Robertson had 40, uh, 45. So five more for Kaprizov. Yeah, 17 goals, 28 assists versus Kaprizov, 27 goals. Did you have games played? Yeah, Robertson played 51. Kaprizov played 55. Gotcha. Uh, Yeah. I I think it's two men race, really. Too many goals, way too many more goals for me. Yeah. In that debate. Yeah. I want it to not be him. I think he is already he's been a professional hockey player for a few years now. Um right. and Robertson is pretty deserving of it, but I think Caprizov is gonna win. I, fuck you, man. It, I, I how do you not agree with that argument? I just think it's his first year in the NHL and we should yeah. just go by that. No disrespect to the NHL at all. I mean, I think they're the greatest athletes on earth, but if you're playing professional hockey in America. It's it's one A to professional hockey in Russia, one B, in my opinion. I mean, it's it's very good hockey over there. Um, yeah, that's true. And obviously, it's translated for Kaprizov. Yeah, he's fucking good. Yeah, he is. So that about yeah. wraps that up. Is there anything else to add before we get off? I will say my fantasy baseball team fucking reeks of dog shit. Um, my offense uh I'm, I'm talking to you i think i've hit under 200 the past seven days uh it's just fucking despicable it makes you want to vomit every time i open the fucking app uh i can't find anybody with a brain who wants to make a reasonable trade I'll i got people I, I got people asking me for ronald acuna for fucking yuri yuri guriel like bruh like bruh <laughs> bruh if you're listening bruh i mean i i think uh, your team right now. I think Nick what I offered him, I ended up offering him Guriel, Tim Anderson, and Tyler Glass now for Ronald Acuna. That's good. Which I would have felt comfortable doing. Obviously, um, we didn't do it because I didn't announce. We just did it. He declined um, and countered some bullshit with Jesus Lozardo in it. That guy fucking sucks. Well, I mean, my team is worse than yours. I mean, I, yeah. I've seemingly been around about 58, 59. But I was in later. second place. Like two now, you're, now you're now you're right ahead of me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm in seventh. Uh, my offense is just, it's fucking bad. I have, my, I have one average. My average is one. Actually, look at what. I'll look. I'll look. I want to see what my actual average is. It's oh, look. I have it up. Your average is 242. Average is good. It's just putrid. The worst average in the league. It's putrid. Makes one a vomit. I get no stolen bases. <laughs> Second to last in stolen bases as well. And RBIs, uh, I'm, I think I'm seventh in RBI. 
For now. Seventh and homer. Seventh and runs. My offense is just so fucking pedestrian and bad. <laughs> Meanwhile, we can work at we can work at a deal, Scully. Pitching's nasty. Yeah, my pitching sucks. So if you want to throw me some pitching, make, I mean, make me some offers, boys. Well, my I will. I'm first. I'm first in home runs. I mean, I'm hitting a bunch of bombs. Make me an offer, Newman. Who are you willing to give up? I mean, we don't have to do it on the pod. We can stop recording this shit. Dude, he's got no, Nobody yeah. wants to hear this shit. <laughs> All right. If we have anything else to add, uh, let's get the fuck out of here. Nothing? Nope. All right. No. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Why don't let us place your bets?